This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, you are listening to the news on Radio Romania International. I am Vlad Palgu. In the lineup today, farmers and transporters continue their protests against the government's policies. Environment Minister Mircea Feket is attending an informal meeting in Brussels alongside his EU counterparts. And Romanian Culture Day is today marked in Romania, Moldova and in Romanian-speaking communities abroad. Romania's Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu has called a meeting today with representatives of transporters and farmers and the relevant ministries. Last week's talks focused on identifying solutions to the demands voiced by protesters, the most important of which is the price of civil liability insurances for car owners. The financial surveillance authority is working on a set of measures to lower these prices, particularly for those people that don't cause road traffic accidents. In turn, farmers received assurances they will receive the remaining 5% of the total of 1.6 billion euro awarded in subsidies. Employees of the public health agencies also staged protests, calling for higher salaries, after the National Health Insurance Authority negotiated a salary increase for its workers last year. Meanwhile, the Sanitas Federation is expected to decide the organization of an all-out strike. Trade unions say the government's recent decision to lift the hiring freeze in the health sector does not solve the problems in the system, where salaries are low and prevent people from applying for jobs. In its latest session, the government greenlit the organization of vacancy-filling contests for approximately 7,600 jobs in an attempt to solve the swiftly deepening crisis in the medical system, which faces severe personnel shortages. Family physicians have in turn threatened to close their practices if the National Health Insurance Authority slashes subsidies for patients, a measure they say could lower their revenues by as much as 50% starting February. We recall last week the National Health Insurance Authority submitted a project to slash subsidies awarded to patients on their lists, as well as consultations provided by family physicians. Environment Minister Mircea Feket is, as of today, attending the two-day informal meeting of EU Environment Ministers in Brussels. The agenda focuses on adaptation and resilience, climate ambition and policy, circular economy and just transition. As regards adaptation and resilience, member states will discuss how to increase societal and economic resilience in the face of climate change 
and will identify areas in which further action can be taken in the years to come in order to boost the preparedness of the EU. According to the European Council, the transition towards a climate-neutral economy and a society that lives within the limits of the planet will require a whole-of-society approach. With respect to just transition, in continuing the work initiated under the Spanish presidency, the Belgian presidency now intends to ensure that the challenges of a just transition remain high on the political agenda. And finally, referring to a circular economy, the EU Green Deal has set an ambitious strategic objective to become the first climate-neutral continent by 2050 by means of a more resource-efficient, resilient and competitive economy. Romanian Culture Day is celebrated on January 15th in Romania and the Republic of Moldova, this year marking 174 years since the birth of poet Mihai Eminescu. The event is celebrated through a series of exhibitions, performances, theatre shows, guided tours and concerts. Radio Romania stations also celebrate culture in all its forms on this day. All museums administered by the Ministry of Culture can be visited for free today. Romanian Culture Day is also celebrated by communities of Romanians abroad. The Romanian Cultural Institute organized a special event in Rome. For the second consecutive year, the Romanian and Moldovan embassies in Italy jointly celebrated Romanian Culture Day in an event also attended by members of Romanian and Moldovan communities in Italy. Moldova's President Maya Sandu is the first to receive the Timisoara Award for European Values. The award celebrates personalities who gained international recognition for promoting and defending European values. In her acceptance speech, President Sandu said she wants Moldova to prosper and develop the same as other European countries. Maya Sandu was elected for her determination and clarity of vision in her efforts to further the European integration of the Republic of Moldova. And we end with news from handball. The Romanian men's handball team on Sunday lost 36-24 to to Spain in its second Group B fixture at the European Championship in Germany. In the final match, Romania will play Croatia. And that was the news. Romanian transporters and farmers have taken to the street to ask for solutions to their demands. I'm Cristina Mateescu with a report by Leila Camil. For almost a week, Romanian transporters and farmers have been staging protests, unhappy with the higher cost of insurance policies, an increase in the excise duty on fuel and what they call many legislative problems. Their protests disrupted traffic in many parts of the country. In recent days, many roads were blocked or crowded by protesters' machinery. The transporters' representatives said their protest was spontaneous and was not organized by any trade union confederation or political party. Talks were held at the finance ministry between the authorities and the representatives of transporters and farmers, but no agreement was reached. Finance Minister Marcel Bolos said some of the demands have to do with the tax facilities Romania pledged to undertake under its National Recovery and Resilience Plan. 
He said the demands that have to do with the European Commission must be presented to the Commission, because otherwise the measures would turn against the protesters, the minister also said. Protesters also met Prime Minister Marcel Cholaku at the government headquarters, presenting him with a list of over 40 demands, and a timetable for talks was established with the representatives of ministries and relevant institutions. The government said it was trying to find concrete solutions to the problems raised by protesters. A delegation from transporters and farmers previously went to the Agriculture Ministry, the Transport Ministry and the Authority for Financial Supervision to discuss their demands, including the cost of insurance policies. This is in fact the transporters' biggest problem, as insurance fees went up significantly from the 1st of January. The management of the Authority for Financial Supervision said it was working on legislative changes that would lead to a reduction in fees, especially for drivers who don't cause accidents, the suspension of the payment of the insurance policy in the case of seasonal activities and the possibility of phased-out payments. Agriculture Minister Florin Barbu said, referring to the regulations requested by farmers, that some have already been sent to approval by the Competition Council and are about to be approved this week by the government. He added that financing solutions for farmers are available and that various forms of support are included in the budget, with the animal breeding sector to receive funding worth 2% of GDP this year. Farmers received assurances that they would receive the remaining 5% of total subsidies worth 1.6 billion euros. The President of the Republic of Moldova, Maya Sandu, is the first recipient of the Timisoara Award for European Values. I'm Ana Maria Popescu with more details in this report written by Stefan Stoika. The President of the Republic of Moldova, Maya Sandu, Saturday received the Timisoara Award for European Values, established this year by the authorities of the 2023 European Capital of Culture, to honor personalities who champion or uphold European values within and outside the Union. I accept this prize, Maya Sandu said at the award ceremony, as a vote of confidence in Moldova's and its citizens' capacity to see through their fight for freedom. She also thanked Romania for its unwavering support and said she wanted for her country the prosperity enjoyed by the other EU member states. Maya Sandu. I would like to take this opportunity to emphasize the gratitude and high appreciation for the support we have received from Romania, an unconditional brotherly support for which we will always be grateful. What we see here in Timisoara, what we see in the European Union's cities, is what we want for the Republic of Moldova as well. Let the living standards I see in your city, the freedom of thought and of speech, the European values become undefeatable here and in the Republic of Moldova. The Moldovan official also highlighted that the eastward enlargement of the European Union has been a large-scale historical reparation, which will not be complete as long as countries like Moldova and Ukraine are left outside the bloc. 
The nations that choose freedom, she argued, belong together with the states and peoples of the free world, and not in a grey area subject to constant threats to their sovereignty and independence. We all know that in the Republic of Moldova such threats, be they direct or via disloyal agents, oligarchs, who are willing to sell out their fellow countrymen without shame, will not disappear, but rather they will strengthen unless we break our harmful ties with the past. But we are not afraid and we are not wavering. Over the past few years, we have managed to end our dependence on Russian natural gas. We have redirected our exports to new markets. We have been building and restoring bridges and roads connecting us to the European Union. The Republic of Moldova is no longer at the service of Kremlin. Instead, it is taking its fate in its own hands and stepping resolutely on the path of European integration, Moldova's president added. She also said that this has been acknowledged by the European member countries in December 2023, when they decided that Moldova and Ukraine deserve to start accession negotiations. In these troubled times, Maya Sandu is not only a strong leader for her nation, but a role model for millions of Europeans outside Moldova as well, the mayor of Timisoara, Dominic Fritz, emphasized. According to him, Maya Sandu believed in Moldova's European aspirations when many were dismissing them as utopian. And with unbelievable effort and courage, she is fighting resolutely to shape a European future for Moldova. And this wraps up today's newscast on Radio Romania International. Don't forget you can also follow us online at rri.ro and on Facebook. Next up in this broadcast is Song of the Day. Listen to Ami with the song Nostalgia.
You are listening to Radio Romania International. The History Show. Welcome to History Show. I'm Elena Enache. Romania is a creation of ideas from Western Europe in the first half of the 19th century and a lobby led by the generation of young Romanian politicians educated in the West, the so-called Pashoptists. The ideas of ethnic nation, union in one state and form of government had the greatest impact on the Romanian public. One of the most influential thinkers in the Romanian public space was the Italian lawyer and publicist Giuseppe Mazzini, a remarkable representative of the Risorgimento, the Italian Renaissance movement of the 19th century. A radical democrat, republican, revolutionary and fighter for the unification of Italy, Mazzini was born during the Napoleonic Wars in Genoa and was raised and educated in keeping with the Jacobin ideas of the French Revolution. One of the driving ideas of the French revolutionary spirit was the legacy of ancient Rome, to which Mazzini adhered with all conviction. In the late 1820s, he joined the Carbonarian movement that fought against multinational empires, especially Austria. In 1831, Mazzini founded the Young Italy Society. During the revolution of 1848, in the organization of which he was involved, and which proclaimed the Republic, Mazzini held the highest political position. The sharp writings of the Italian revolutionary mobilized an important part of the young Romanian intellectuals from Wallachia, much more stronger than it mobilized those from Moldova. The idea of the Romanian ethnic nation, the Latinity and the union of the two Romanian principalities constituted the central axis of the revolutionary program of the 1848 Romanian generation. Historian Remus Tanasa is the author of the volume A Parcel of the Nation, Mazzini and the Birth of Modern Romania, in which the influence that the Italian revolutionary had on the Romanian spirit is described. The Romanian elites appropriated Mazzini's ideas, applied them to the Romanian case. They wrote about in Western press, brought them and spread them in the two principalities. Remus Tanasa. 
A part of the Romanian elites discovered Mazini in the 1830s before and around the People's Spring of 1848-1849. Mazini was one of the three thrivers of the Second Roman Republic for a brief period of a few months. The Pope was driven from Rome and the Eternal City was ruled by a triumvirate. Of the three, Mazzini was the most important, primus inter pares. Mazzini's ideas gained followers, especially in Wallachia, where the revolutionary ideas were stronger and where the European movement of 1848 had ended with the appointment of a revolutionary government. According to Remus Tanasa, the most important names of Romanian 1848 elites were bewitched by Mazzini's words including Nicolae Balcescu. The first two names are Dumitru Bratianu, the older brother of Ionce Bratianu, and Cearoseti. Dumitru Bratianu even joined one of Mazzini's initiatives in London, the Central European Democratic Committee, which was operational between 1850 and 1853. Mazzini's ideas sprouted in the Romanian space later, after the end of the Crimean War in 1856. The second name, Cearoseti, was much more closely related to Mazzini in temperament, although they never met. He is one of the Romanians who had Mazzini's portrait on his desk until the death of the latter. Remus Tanase showed how the Romanians used the Italian's writings. Mazzini has promoted Mazzini promoted several controversial ideas. The most important for the Romanian space and for the 1848 elites was the idea of nation. Mazzini was a tireless promoter of the idea that made the nation a political subject through the nation-state. This is why one of Mazzini's nicknames was that of Apostle of the Nation. In the period after 1848, it was necessary for the Romanians to make known their roots, their identity. Even Mazzini, until 1848, was confused about the identity of the Romanians. After 1848, the Romanian elites not only wrote about Romanians in languages of European circulation, but also through the revolutionary movement in Bucharest, they managed to draw the attention of decision-makers and the various revolutionary camps in the West regarding the Latin identity of Romanians. A staunch Republican, Giuseppe Mazzini, opposed the idea of monarchy. The Romanian elites understood that some of his ideas were far too advanced for a peripheral European political society, as the Romanians were. Remus Danasa. Our 1848 elites, of course, were also Republicans in the beginning, but they realized that in a Europe of monarchies, the Republican idea could not win. So they gave priority to the idea of nation and national unity of the Romanians, leaving the idea of a republic in the background. Paradoxically, Mazzini did not want and did not intend to give up the idea of a republic. As regards the Romanians, he advised Dumitru Bratianu to accept and negotiate with statements from the West, leaving aside the idea of a republic. You have been listening to History Show. 
Next in this program, sports. Hello, this is Daniel Bills at the microphone. Julia Sauter, Romania's representative at the European Figure Skating Championship hosted by the Lithuanian city of Kaunas, came ninth in the women's contest, obtaining the best Romanian performance ever in such a continental competition. The contest was won by Lorena Hendricks of Belgium. On Tuesday, Romania's male side will be taking on Serbia in a fight for the seventh position at the European Water Polo Championship underway in Croatia. On Sunday, in the first match for the fifth and eighth positions, our athletes conceded an 18-11 defeat to Montenegro. Qualification for the quarterfinals has ensured the Romanian side the tickets for the World Championships in Qatar. At the European Handball Championships on the way in Germany, Romania on Sunday registered their second failure, being defeated by Spain 36-24 in a Group B match. They also lost to Austria 24-31 on Friday. The men's handball side of Romania has been attending the aforementioned championship after a break of 28 years. Both women's teams representing Romania in the Champions League conceded defeats on Sunday. In Bucharest, local side Rapid lost to French side Metz 31-34 and after 10 games is ranking 7th in Group B. Romania's champions, CSM Bucharest, were defeated by another French side, Brest Bretagne, in an away game 24-21 and is currently ranking 4th in Group A. In the EHF European League on Saturday in Group C, Gloria Bistrica secured a 35-27 win against the German side Bernsheim Auerbach and is ranking second in group standings. Gloria boasts four points out of two games, just like the French side Nantes, which ranks first thanks to a better goal average. Also in Germany, in Group B, Dunara Breila lost to Thuringer 32-28. With two points, Dunara comes second in the group after the German side. Another Romanian side, CSM Turgujiu, lost their home game to Spanish side Malaga 35-25 and stays at the bottom of the Group D's table with no point. Romanian footballer Radu Dragusin made his debut in Premier League at his new side Tottenham Hotspur. The Romanian back played in the last 11 minutes of the game. His side played against Manchester United on Old Trafford. Next on Radio Romania International, Think Greener. Welcome to Think Greener, with me, Eugen Nasta. The Zero Plastic Patrol is the program World Wealth Fund Romania has carried in a bit to eliminate the plastic containers disposed of in the middle of nature. The program is ongoing in the Danube Delta and the forests surrounding Brasov. Volunteer workers, the local community and the authorities in the two aforementioned regions have been working together in a bit to perfect a mechanism capable of preventing the emergence of plastic waste in waters and forests, but also with a view to collecting the waste that right now suffocates the nature environment. 
the experience the zero plastic patrol had in the previous years revealed that the greening activities alone were not enough to prevent the plastic waste from decomposing in the nature environment, thus affecting the quality of the biodiversity and, not the least, people's health condition. Similarly, placing fines or implementing other punitive measures cannot cope with the set of attitudes caused by the lack of education and involvement, and therefore action is needed at all levels, says World Wealth Fund Romania's general manager, Orieta Hula. The change can start from the change of the legislative framework through education and through the active involvement of companies, tourists and communities, so that plastic no longer ends up in the middle of nature. The target we have set is even set at global level, zero plastic in nature, that is. And we do believe in that target level, even if we set it longer term. There are signs of improvement, yet under the circumstances, the main problem we've identified is that of the plastic containers that have been disposed of. The quantities of waste have been accumulated in years. Given the implementation of the European directives and through the measures that somehow have on and off been implemented by the authorities through the collection of plastic, we hope that, in the future, the quality of waste will be reduced. However, the problem does exist through that plastic that has already been accumulated in certain areas. We have tried, actually, to indicate the whereabouts of those areas we have a patrol through which we signal the problems to the authorities, also trying to identify the solutions to be implemented so that the plastic waste can be properly eliminated. Initially, the project kicked off in the Danube Delta, yet later on it covered the forests surrounding Brasov. World Wealth Fund Romania's general manager, Orieta Hula, said that, as we speak, the situation was much better than in the previous years, Yet it was not an ideal one. Orieta Hula once again. Unfortunately, we still collect the waste separately in a very small proportion, and we still carry large quantities of plastic to the landfill, much below the European targets. Then again, I think more than 50% of the plastic waste still ends up in the landfills. The bottles and the disposable containers remain in the environment for about 500 years, even for 1,000 years sometimes, under certain circumstances. Any given piece of plastic ever to have been thrown away in the nature environment still exists. And that was Think Greener. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast, listen to music from A to Z. I'm Vlad Balku. Today's edition is devoted to Angela Simila, a pop singer famous in the 70s and 80s. Angela Simila was born on July 9, 1946, near Bucharest. She pursued a career in music and studied voice with a number of professors. Let's listen first to But For You, a famous song from her repertoire. Te merit, dar sunt fericită 
Și simt că am câștigat pământul întreg Tocmai de aceea uneori mi-e teamă Am câștigat și nu mai vreau să pierd Dar îl meu primește, este doar iubirea De crez că nu-i prea mult mă vei ierta L-aș căuta, l-aș găsi și ți l-aș da Ce-aș fi fost dacă n-ai fi existat Nici nu-mi pot imagina Mă întreb dacă n-ai fi existat Ce-ar fi fost viața mea Ce-aș fi fost dacă n-ai Și simt că am câștigat pământul întreg Tocmai de aceea uneori mi-e teamă Am câștigat și nu mai vreau să pierd Dar meu primește, este doar iubirea De crez că nu-i prea mult mă vei ierta Dar fi fericire Angela Simila made her music debut in 1965 in a festival for amateur artists. After taking part in other contests, in 1970 she took part in the Golden Stag Festival in Brasov, where she ranked second. Shortly afterwards she started featuring in TV shows, which earned her nationwide popularity. Listen next to her performing the song called Tonight, composed by Mircea Dragan. Iarăși vară, iarăși vară, 
And we go out with Dying of Heartache, the song that won the grand prize at the Mamaya Song Contest of 1996. Performing is Angela Simila. Romania. This is Bucharest Radio Romania International. Listener's Letterbox. Welcome to a new edition of Listener's Letterbox. I'm Ana Maria Popescu, your host for the next few minutes, in which we'll be going through the letters and emails that we have received at the office over the past few days. 
thank you all for the nice greeting cards you emailed and for the New Year's wishes you sent away. It's been wonderful to see that you haven't forgotten us in spite of the physical distance between us. Happy New Year, Vlad, and all crew members of Radio Romania. I hope you bring me a lot of joy with good programs like you did last year. I will stay tuned. Best wishes from Rob Den Boer, the Netherlands, reads one of the messages we received last week. And all the way from India, we got this nice, thoughtful and hopeful email from our old friend Bidan Chandra Sanyal, reading, Human nature universe are bound in these three cycles of past, present and future. Today's beautiful present is tomorrow's beautiful past. January the 1st is the first day of the new year, the International New Year. Many people mistake it as the English New Year. The Egyptians were the first to discover this method of keeping time, but it was mainly during the Roman period that calendars for counting days began to be used. Later, after various revisions and additions, the current calendar was introduced by Roman Pope Gregory in 1582, hence the name Gregorian calendar. Later, this version of the calendar was adopted by all countries. The British also adopted this Gregorian calendar by passing a law in their parliament. Since 1752, America and Britain officially started celebrating New Year on January the 1st. The calendar is just an attempt to capture the ever-flowing time, and the flow of events which we call history gets pinned in this table. The world welcomes the new year with fireworks at the first moment of the new year, as soon as the clock crosses 12 o'clock on December 31st. Thousands of people dance and sing in the streets. The whole world, especially Europe, America and Australia, organizes many grand events. The reason for this is to welcome the new year with new dreams and new hopes, without thinking about the joys and sorrows pains, hopes and disappointments of the old year. The seeds of new dreams should be sown in the new year. Don't chase unrealistic plans or dreams. It's good to dream because life without dreams is not life. Planning is not the essence of life. There is no reason to think that just by planning everything will go according to plan. But planning will take any work a long way. Ultimately, the bottom line is, whether it's a moment or a year, every moment of the present should be utilized properly. Any beautiful dream of the present, any beautiful plan, any beautiful initiative will be realized and bring a beautiful future. This is our wish. Happy New Year 2024. I hope that my relationship with you will deepen this year. Yours faithfully, Bidan Chandra Sanyal from West Bengal, India. You are listening to Radio Romania International. We go on with listeners' letterbox and welcome Krista Brunstrom from Sweden. Dear Radio Romania International, he says, First, I would like to wish you all the very best for 2024, and I look forward to many more interesting programs. It was also interesting to note that Antonio Guterres was selected as the Personality of the Year for 2023. He was also my choice. 
As to my reception report, reception quality ranged from very strong in the first 40 minutes to somewhat moderate during the last part of the transmission. As always, a lot of variety and interesting details about Romania in the program. Kind regards, Krista Brunstrom. Next, we have a message from Igor Belevich in Belarus, who wrote in to say, quote, Hello, Radio Romania International. In December 2023, most language services of Radio Romania International were not heard in Belarus on shortwave, in Italian, German, French, Spanish, Romanian, and so on. In the summer of 2023, I could receive all transmissions of RRI in all languages on analog shortwave band in Belarus. So in summer, reception was better than in winter. But I'm very glad that Radio Romania International still broadcasts on analog shortwave so many hours per day in many different foreign languages. It is the best gift for me on Christmas and on New Year's. Please expand our arrive from 8 to 11 UTC on analog shortwave in any foreign languages and transmit a lot of Romanian music too, to Europe and to Belarus. I like Romanian melodies on Radio Romania International. RRI is one of the best radio stations on analog shortwave in the world. It is a radio travel to Romania on shortwaves." Dear Radio Romania International, happy 2024 and a wonderful new year. May it be good this year with good conditions. Sending in my report for the 2nd of January, signal was clear and excellent slightly fading noticed with slight noise levels from static crashes. Simpo 55445, says Chris Malboff from Canada. And another great message comes from Pakistan. Dear Radio Romania International team, I hope this message finds you well. As we step into the new year, I wanted to extend my warmest wishes to the fantastic team at Radio Romania International. Your dedication to delivering the best programs has truly made a positive impact. Last year's programs were exceptional and I eagerly anticipate another year filled with quality content. The journalistic excellence and teamwork demonstrated by your team have consistently resulted in an internationally acclaimed program. I would like to express my gratitude for the informative and engaging programs that not only keep us updated but also bring Radio Romania International and the world closer together. May the new year bring even more success and joy to Radio Romania International. Wishing your team continued achievements and looking forward to another year of outstanding broadcasts. Best wishes, Muhammad Akhil Bashir from Park Listeners Club, a member of the International Radio Listeners Organization in Pakistan. We also had several messages from the United States. One of them came from Craig Christ in Virginia. Reading, Dear RRI, this is my Listener Club report for January 2024. It is my sixth report in the 31st year of the Listener's Club. Happy New Year to all at Radio Romania International. May 2024 bring happiness, health and prosperity. 73's Craig Crest, United States. Another one arrived from Tim Brockett in Emigrant, Montana. 
Dear Radio Romania, I enjoyed listening to your show tonight via WRMI. My listening location is Willow Beach, Arizona, 40 miles south of Las Vegas, Nevada. Thanks for an excellent show. This was the first time I have been able to listen in a while. I'm spending my winter camping in the Arizona desert. Your broadcasts come in well, are fact-filled, and are very informative. I'm still listening, but I will email this reception report now. Thanks. Sincerely, Tim Bronkett. And also from the U.S., we have a message from Timothy Marecki in Florida. Hello, friends at RRI. I hope you are having a happy new year. I had the pleasure of listening to your English transmission. I very much enjoyed the music played, as well as your feature programs about life in Romania. I'm sincerely happy that you continue to provide the service on shortwave. Sincerely, Timothy Maraki. Thank you so much, guys, for all your nice thoughts, for the many reception reports coming our way. From all of us here at Radio Romania International, have a great year, all of you, with great listening conditions, with health, joy, and all your loved ones close to you. I'm Ana Maria Popescu. Thanks for listening. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International... Simply Folk. And now to end this broadcast, let's listen to Teodor Zavaidog, a popular singer and folk musician from interwar Romania.
Optează murgusul mine că nu mi-l hrănesc eu bine Noaptea n-are el o dină că dublam într-a îngrădină Fidi, murgule, mi, plămâni, dar nu-i plăzi Fidi, și mergi la pas, să ajungem de vremea casă Fidi, fidi, și mergi la pas, să ajungem de vremea casă And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next programme for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11630 kHz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programmes tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.ro. Goodbye. <laughs>